Jim Knowles' use of three safeties is one of the numerous changes he brought to the Buckeyes' defense when he became defensive coordinator. That's one reason why Jihad Carter transferred from Syracuse to Ohio State. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Buckeye fans, welcome back to another episode of Locked Lord Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 14th in the year 2023, and I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During this episode, I will tell you why I like Ryan Day's approach to adding players via the transfer portal and Cam Bab is now working for the Ohio State Athletic Department. But before we get to any of that, we always like to learn why players decide to either commit to Ohio State out of high school or why they decide to transfer to Ohio State from the school that they were currently at. Jihad Carter, a player that has two years of eligibility left, ultimately is somebody that When he transferred to the Buckeyes, he is someone that many people believe will become a starter in his first year wearing the scarlet and gray. He is a player that has three years of uh, experience playing at Syracuse, and he is someone that I believe Jim Knowles and Perry Eliano have big plans for when he becomes a Buckeye and just does big things on the football field. Well, John Carter recently spoke to the media at a – NIL event and that's a great insight. Got a lot to got to know the young man, got to see his personality, but ultimately got to see why he decided to commit to Ohio State. He credited a couple things. One of them, he talked about the culture at Ohio State, him wanting to be a part of BIA, but ultimately he went with the culture, comes with brotherhood, and he credited one player specifically that's currently in the National Football League that did big things at the cornerback position as a big reason why Ohio State was on his radar, Jeff Okuda. And he even said part of the reason that he wears uh, double sleeves is because of Jeff Okuda. He said Jeff Okuda, quote, caught my eye, end quote. He also said Jeff Okuda, quote, he had he had the swag. Now, I'm, I'm not going to – the direct quote, I will not read. My handwriting is pretty bad this, this afternoon. But he did talk about the swag that Jeff Okuda brought to the game. But the plays that he made in an Ohio State uniform and just the experience and the track record the Buckeyes have, one of getting guys to the league, but also just developing them into being really good football players, that's what got Jahad Carr's attention. But another thing is what really got his attention as well. Okuda played a few years ago. Jim Knowles is here currently. And he credits Ohio State's defensive scheme as being a big reason why, coupled with the culture, culture and the scheme as being two reasons why he committed to Ohio State. Now, Jim Knowles bringing that defense to Columbus. Yes, there were some alterations. There were some changes. There were some hiccups, quite a few hiccups in the latter part of the season. But he credits that three safety scheme, which is similar to what he played and used at Syracuse, as being a reason why he committed to Ohio State. Now, to many Buckeye fans, it was new. It was different. Two strong safeties, a free safety, or is it a strong safety, a free safety, and your nickel corner is now called a safety. What is it? 
the variation does not matter. But Jahad Carter realizing he can make plays. He can be a ball hawk. He can do different things. He can play in the box. He can play deep. He could do the different things that Jim Knowles wants from his defensive backs, excuse me, from his safeties specifically. That is what drew him to Columbus. And I do think down the road there will be more players that ultimately use a similar scheme while they're, while they're playing college football. And they say, hey, there's an opening at Ohio State. Well, excuse me, There's a, I, I'm going to leave my school. There's an opening. Once I'm in the portal, Ohio State has my interest. And ultimately, that's why I come to Columbus. Now, Jahad Carter also credited Perry Iliano and said that they had great conversations, and he believes he can play wherever he is needed, and that's wherever he is needed to play. He can do that very thing. Remember when I mentioned him entering the portal? A big reason why he entered the portal and why the Buckeyes had a chance to get him was because his de defensive coordinator at Syracuse took a job with Matt Rule at Nebraska. That opened the door for him. Hey, my D coordinator's gone. What's the next move for me? Ultimately, it was going to the portal. And if you have a chance to transfer from Syracuse to Ohio State, and Ohio State wants you, buddy, take that opportunity as quick as you can. There aren't many programs in the country that are better than Ohio State at the football. There aren't many programs in the country that do what Ohio State does, that has a track record of developing talent and sending that talent that has been developed in Columbus to the National Football League. Jahad Carter, ultimately, I do think he's going to start, and I do think he's going to be someone that's going to play that Tanner McAllister role, that position, better than McAllister did in 2022. That's not me saying McAllister was a really bad player. No, I just think that Jahad Carter is a better player than Tanner McAllister. And ultimately, unlike Tanner McAllister, you get two years of eligibility with Jahad Carter. Now, Jahad Carter did say, when speaking to the media, that the draft is his goal. So ultimately, if he plays a year in Columbus and the draft opens up and he has a chance to go to the National Football League, so be it. That might be something and that will be something that he thinks about when that time comes. But ultimately, if the chance for him to go to the, to the NFL draft and if that opportunity is not what he thinks it will be or should be at that time, he's going to sit back, relax, and play the year as a Buckeye. And I do think that's huge for Perry Iliano. Jim Knowles, and Ryan Day. Having a guy coming in that has experience playing in the ACC, playing at a school, has a similar scheme, played in a similar scheme at his previous school, transfers to Ohio State. And ultimately, he's not just a player that, get, that you get for one year, more of a one-year rental, but a couple years? Man, that right there is a luxury. Jihad Carter, now a Buckeye. Jihad Carter, like the coach, like the culture at Ohio State, like the scheme at Ohio State, and even discussed a few things that he loved during his recruiting visit. One of them being the video that he watched before leaving his visit that day. Jihad Carter is now a Buckeye, and I cannot wait to see what he does in a Buckeye uniform. We ain't got to wait till the fall. We get to see it during the spring game on April the 15th. We discussed a few things that Ryan Day may like about Jahad Carter that he does like about Jahad Carter and him coming to Columbus. But there's one thing that I like about Ryan Day's approach to the portal that I think more people, once we dive into it, will love as well. What is it? We will discuss 
that next right here on Locked on Buff, guys. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've got just the thing for you. You've got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com, and that's still an option. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Book Guides your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It provides everything you need, you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus here from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your fine podcast. Ryan Day has been somebody that ever since the portal opened and players got to enter the transfer portal, people have said, why aren't you going after more players? Why aren't you going after elite D linemen and elite offensive linemen? And really, you got multiple positions on the football field. Why aren't you going after all of them every offseason in the transfer portal? And ultimately, if you were to put yourself in Ryan Day's shoes and you had that mindset, oh, you got a quarterback out there from Wake Forest, let's go get him. Oh, you got a linebacker out there from Tennessee, let's go get him. Oh, you got a running back out there from Georgia Tech. Let's go get him. Oh, you got a receiver out there from Pittsburgh. Let's go get him. Now, I'm saying these schools and positions specifically because all of those schools ha had that position available with somebody who was really talented that would make the Ohio State roster a whole lot better. But ultimately, if that was the case, and you say, oh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh receiver, Georgia Tech running back, Tennessee linebacker, Wake Forest quarterback. Now, Ohio State did go after that Tennessee uh, linebacker. He ultimately committed to Alabama. The other ones, I don't believe Ohio State went after, 
But if he did, Ryan Day would have, one, a massive headache because he'd be going home to his wife discussing all this stuff, and he would be staying up at night late saying, I hope I get him. I hope I get him. I hope I get him. Think about all the stuff that's added to your plate when you could just utilize your recruiting, your development of players, your culture, and use that to build a roster, but also be very specific and picky when going to the portal. Ryan Day, one thing we have learned from about him is that he's not going to go after all these guys in the portal. He's not going to build a roster like a Leak and Riley did at Oklahoma or at USC or maybe uh, um, I know Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. They had done that same thing as well, going after all of these guys in the portal. No, that's not going to happen. Ryan is going to be strategic and try to prioritize the needs of the team when adding people via the transfer portal. Now, some of you that are out there, you realize Ryan Day's added a long snapper. Ryan Day's added specialist. I think at every position, a punter, a kicker, and a long snapper. He's added them all the time. I think Noel Ruggles was a specialist that transferred, formerly from North Carolina, ended up having a couple years of play at the Ohio State University. Noel Ruggles, phenomenal kicker. There was a need. Ruggles filled that need. And that's Ryan Day's approach. Prioritizing the needs of the team when going after players via the transfer portal. Because Ryan Day knows there's enough elite talent out there and the coaches at Ohio State should be good enough, should be good enough to go out there. And that was not a slip or a glitch in the system or Jay stuttering. That was a little bit for emphasis. The coaches should be good enough to go out there and bring in players and develop them while they're in Columbus. Now, some of you may be saying, Jay, we have seen a little dip, a little drop off in production at this position or that position. Okay, great. But what are you still seeing? Player development. It may take a little bit longer than you might like, but we are seeing player development. And Ryan Day trusts his coaches. Ryan Day trusts himself. Ryan Day trusted the players that he brings in to build the proper culture, to be able to properly handle off-season workouts and to properly handle the things that are needed for a team to be successful like Ohio State year in and year out. And ultimately, prioritize the needs. That's where Jihad Carter transfer comes in. That's where Vic Cutler transfer comes in. That's where the Buckeyes end up adding a few more players this offseason than normal because there are needs, more needs than normal at The Ohio State University. Ultimately, I'm not mad they didn't bring in a quarterback. I understand why. I'm not mad they didn't bring in a running back or a tight end. Uh, maybe they did bring in a tight end. I forget that one. But if they, I understand why. Receiver? I get it. They're talented. You just brought in one of the best receiver classes in the entire country to Ohio State. Bryson Rogers, Noah Rogers, Brandon Ennis, Carnell Tate. I get why you didn't bring in a receiver via the transfer portal. Defense, I understand it. I completely understand it. And you know what? I hope Ryan Day keeps this same mindset. I am saying this to someone that has been very, very, very critical of Ryan Day here on the podcast on a regular basis. I'm critical because I hold Ryan Day to a certain standard as Ohio State's Ohio uh, football coach, head football coach, super high standard, way higher than most other coaches in the in the country. So yes, I am a critical. 
Some say I'm too critical. Eh, that's who you talk to. But ultimately, me, me being critical allows me to sometimes step back and analyze things and see, am I properly analyzing what's going on? And at one time, I was someone that was very critical of Ryan Day and wished he was a little bit more aggressive in the portal. Now, at this stage of me hosting this year's podcast and being a, an analyst of the football, I understand Ryan Day's approach. And I think he's seeing and he's changing this year and this offseason different than he did last offseason. And ultimately, I don't think he's done adding guys via the portal because when the other portal window opens up, I want to say it's in the beginning of May after the NFL draft. What are we going to see? More players flock to the transfer portal. Another 45-day window that may need to be adjusted, but another 45-day window for players to enter the portal after spring practice. And I do think... There might be a linebacker or two, might be a running back, might be a receiver, might be somebody in the defensive back room, somebody else that decides to enter the portal. If they enter, think about all the other schools in the country that are going to have players enter the portal at that same time, which is why I think Ryan Day might be able to go out there and get somebody and add, strategically add people and pieces to the pie from the portal when the portal opens up after spring practice. Ryan did Ryan did approach prioritize needs. I like it. I enjoy what I have seen, but also I like the different approach going after more players via the portal during this off season. Ryan day is amazing, but Cam Babb is as well. And that's a big reason why I believe Ohio state has added him to be an employee or employer, an employee of the Ohio State Athletic Department. What role does he have? Does he have? Will he have? That's the word. We will discuss that next right here on Lots of Buckeyes. This episode is brought to us by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the, don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com/lockedon. That's fanduel.com/lockedon to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Sports betting is now legal in Ohio, and Locked On has a perfect show to help new and seasoned gamblers. Download and subscribe to Locked On Bets for daily picks and analysis wherever you get your fine podcast. So some of you may have realized that during today's show, if you're watching via the YouTube, your boy is not wearing a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt. I can't remember the last time that I have not worn a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt. Maybe a quarter zip or a traditional hoodie. It's been cold 
outside. But ultimately, this this T-shirt comes out, got it in my drawer, got pulled it out of my drawer because it feels good outside. It feels really good outside. And this is a feeling that I want to keep. I really enjoy. It's the same feeling that I want to enjoy this feeling of good weather, 50 plus degrees outside, place of cornhole today with my fiance, and we had some fun. And we realized regulation size cornhole, the length between the boards is a lot harder than you think. But ultimately, I want to keep this feeling. I want to keep this amazing feeling of this weather, the beautiful weather, the sunshine. I got a lake, a pond behind my apartment, and it's amazing as well. I want to keep this feeling. I think that's a similar feeling that Cam Babb had when he was thinking about what he's going to do after playing football at the Ohio State University. Yeah, the shot at the NFL was not there. He could try to play in the XFL, the USFL, maybe the Canadian Football League, or maybe the Arena Football League, one of those leagues, but it didn't seem – I don't know if that was an option for him. Only had one catch at Ohio State. Would have really had to prove himself in those workouts. But ultimately, a lot of the time, if you don't do that stuff in college, you're not getting a shot at any of those other leagues. Cam Babb, he wants to keep that great feeling that he had about being a part of the Ohio State family. And that's one reason why he has accepted a job working for the Ohio State Athletic Department. Cam Babb will work. I want to get this correctly. He will. He started a new job within the Eugene D. Smith Leadership Institute, which provides leadership training and career development opportunities for Ohio State student athletes. He will be, and he started the job a day ago, he started the position as a program director, excuse me, program coordinator. I'm happy for him, man. I am happy for him. Think about the opportunity you would have if you were a student athlete and all of a sudden you're at one time you thought you're going to play in the National Football League or you're going to play professional football at a level, play play full time, get that money and do it consistent, consistently. Ultimately, that was not in the cards for Cam Babb. He ultimately had injuries that set him back during his Buckeye career. But you ultimately love, this is you me speaking of you now, you ultimately love the place you played the football. You were on the team. You loved it. Wouldn't it be great if you could still keep that place that you love and work there as well and collect a paycheck from them? It's such a prestigious place in athletic department as the Ohio State University. Of course you would take it. And that's why I love what we're seeing from Cam Babb. They could have taken this from and given it to anybody. Maybe an outside source could have done it. Someone that's been doing that position at another place for four, five, six years. No, it's for Cam Babb. And I do think he's a great candidate for it. And when Kevin Wilson left and the OC job was open, I heard someone say, why don't you put Cam Babb on the coaching staff? Maybe not right away, but you put him there as a GA and you let him work his way up and you put him on a coaching staff because they believed he had the mental capacity. He had the ability to coach, train, and develop talent at Ohio State. And he was someone that you really didn't want to like get away from the program because if he goes somewhere else, he could do a lot of things as a coach in college, which is hard, really, really hard. But now you bring that same guy, the same mentality, that same work ethic to help student athletes. It's a win-win for the Ohio State University. And ultimately, 
I am happy for Cam Babb and the opportunity that he has gotten to work for the Ohio State Athletic Department. We are out of here on this Tuesday. It's Valentine's Day. I hope you have fun celebrating this day and showing the people you love, or excuse me, the person you love. I hope you enjoy your time with them. Maybe take them out to eat, get them a gift, uh, a card. I got a card, special card from a woman. I will not show it because, well, we're on YouTube. Just, just joking. Not that crazy. But, guys, I hope you guys have fun today with this holiday, and I hope we all have fun um, getting ready for spring practice, NFL draft stuff. We'll be doing some mock draft Monday stuff starting next Monday, seeing specifically where C.J. Stroud is being predicted to fall in the upcoming NFL draft. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thanks for making lots on both, guys. Your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your fine podcast.